Hey, uh, and welcome to Remember Music Videos. Each week, we'll chat about music videos that we love from an album of one of our favorite artists. We'll talk about the good, the bad, and even some things in between. My name is Dio. My name is Crystal, and we will be your resident music video aficionados. We've done some research, so you don't have to. We'll share little tidbits, fun facts, and give you our perspective on how we think these videos not only impacted the culture, but what they mean to us personally. We're sharing our love of videos and hope you love them too. And if you want to check out the music videos we're talking about this week, uh, feel free to check out our YouTube channel or Facebook. And with that being said, let's get it cracking. Season three. Season three. Oh my goodness. Here we are. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. How are you doing, Crystal? Uh, I'm doing I'm doing fantastic. I'm here. Um, had a pretty good summer that literally flew by. Just flew. Don't know how that that happens. Um, and then we are in, in the fall. Just just here and just you know, that's it. Just doing it. Just doing it. Just doing it. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, yeah. Summer just went by so quickly. But also, I mean. We were around for Pride, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> so we were around for season two. Um, but yeah, summer definitely went by quickly. And I don't know. I love fall. Fall is that weather that, that you know, you wear a, a, a heavy sweater. You put a blankie around you. Little blankie. Tea, hot cocoa. Little blankie. Listen to some slow jams. Little blankie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, yeah, you get some soup, you get your, your hot coffee. It's just, yeah, it's, it's a soothing comfort time. I feel. Yeah. I like fall for about two weeks and then I'm like, it's too cold. Bring back summer again. I like the idea of fall, right? Like, but I feel like we only have like two days that it's truly fall weather. Um, and yeah. then we're like straight into winter in the East coast. That is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bah, leave it. It's for the birds. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, definitely a time to listen to some slow jams. Definitely a great time though, to just break things down. Speaking of slow jams, that brings us to the artist we're covering this week. Uh, and that is the one and only Tevin Campbell. Campbell. And what, what album are we covering this week? We are covering the first album, which is titled Tevin or T dot E dot V dot I dot N dot. <laughs> or, I mean, whenever I see it, I would always see it as T to the E to the V to the I to the N. That is more appropriate and probably exactly what was meant to be elicited. But that would probably be a really long album title. <laughs> That's true. That's uh, true. I mean, if they really wanted it that way, they would have spelled it out. Right? You would think. You would totally <laughs> think, right? Yeah. I think, I wonder what they were thinking with that. They just probably were like, yeah, let's just add some some dots in there just to kind of give it a little extra flavor instead of just putting your name up there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Tevin Campbell, I think, underrated in some circles. Oh, my God. Totally. Um, which is unfortunate because he is, and you already know this, he's one of the ones. Mm -hmm. 
the voice um, and the 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 canon of songs. Like, come on, like we're gonna get into it with this album. But there were a lot of singles on this album. I was surprised, you know. Like, I think everyone knows the second album, right? Yeah, um, because that has a lot of the like mainstream hits mm-hmm. um, that everyone knows. And I, you know, I was a true Tevin Campbell fan from the jump. And mm-hmm. so I knew, I knew a lot of these songs, but didn't know they had music videos. And I'm like, I found, uh, I found it as a, a pleasant surprise. And I thought it was interesting that, um, you know, this is early nineties. So we had just gotten out of the eighties. So this is the very beginning of like, what I think is one of the best eras in music, which is 90s R&B. So he had a lot to do with that. Yes. And could sing. And l- listen, we, we we loved our 90s youngsters. Mm. I'm talking about our Brandys, our Aaliyahs, our Tevin Campbells. Like we, we love them. They just, they spoke, their music spoke to our souls. But that's the thing, right? Like, so he was a teen uh, artist, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like he came onto the scene when he was well preteen, right? When he was twelve, yeah, right? twelve, yep. Um, but he was around fourteen, fifteen when the album came out, and um, but the themes of these songs are so adult. Yeah, um, they are. It's it's insane how this is a teen star, but is definitely like on adult contemporary like charts um adults are singing these songs these experiences a 12 or 14 year old will not have yeah <laughs> you know what totally I mean? or shouldn't have you know what I mean? that is probably more likely i feel like in this stage probably but yeah that that's you shouldn't you know maybe you shouldn't know about that type of thing and i always thought right. it was weird when certain songs of his would come on like a slow jam playlist and it's kind of like, I don't know if I want to hear a 12-year-old singing this song right now. I don't know if that's yeah. the kind of flavor that I'm trying to give in this moment. Well, I think it's a bit, I mean, the album, as great as it is, I mean, it's a little problematic. <laughs> because, you know, again, a young a young boy singing, um, you know, about heartache and pain, um, lusting over, you know, older ladies, um, you know, it it doesn't feel right. Um, you know, I think it, it feeds to the toxic masculinity where it's like, oh, it's okay for a young boy to be like lusting over, you know, older women. And it's kind of like, well, you know, let let them be young. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let, let them be age appropriate and not right. rush them into adulthood. adulthood. Um, so yeah, so it's a little problematic. I mean, there are some songs that like didn't have singles, like like little brother where mm-hmm. I think one of the lyrics is like, he's singing to an older uh, lady and um, she's like, you're only 15. I'm looking for a 19 year old. And he's like, I'm, fi- I'm only 15, but I can make you scream. Oh. And you're just kind of like, mm, yeah. you're 15. That's, a, that's, uh, it was a different time. <laughs> it's a different time. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And looking back, it's like, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> but let's focus on the positive, right? Like, I mean, he was um, such a vocal powerhouse. Yeah. Um, 
it's so funny because like with with singers you have artists that like start singing like doing the runs like off the the gate right and you're just like you hear oh this is a powerhouse singer he i feel like would subtly hint he he would show his like vocal capability like early on in the song but then slow it down and res- there was restraint yeah you know in his vocal performance right like you knew he had that in him but you're gonna wait for like later on in the song for him to really showcase you know the notes and the range that he could do um and that's what was so great you know with this with this album and these songs right like you could see his talent but it was restrained and it was well produced absolutely um yeah no but those are those are all valid points interesting points it's weird but listen he he gave us a lot of a lot of tunes and even him he himself he's like they tried to market me as this like sex symbol and that just was not who I was or what I thought they should do but you know that's what they did so he was kind of just you know going going with it um but so I didn't realize that um well so he was born in uh Waxahachie Texas which is a small town in Texas Waxahachie Waxahachie Texas Mm mm-hmm um his mother attended the church and then obviously he was attending the church as well with his mom she sang in the choir he sang in the choir and um that's kind of how he started singing and when he was 12 his mother had a um had a friend and she basically was like come sing for my sister sing on the phone for my sister and his sister was a um, very accomplished flautist called Bobby Humphrey, who I was not familiar with, um, but but very accomplished, uh, played with the likes of Duke Ellington and George Benson, lots of hip hoppers uh, sample her stuff. Um, so she sang for him and then she invited him out to a to do a showcase. Oh, let me back up. She sang for him. Do you know what song she sang for him? I'm sorry. No? Do you know what song he sang for her? Oh, I was like, why was she singing to him? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure she could, and I'm sure she did. Yes, yeah, she was a singer as well. <laughs> um, she sang, oh my gosh, Seven Campbell sang to Bobby Humphrey, You Bring Me Joy by Anita Baker. Oh my God. Which we love, we, listen, oh. we love Anita Baker here. Um, I need a baker. I am just, ha- I, I think to me that's still just, a, it's a very mature song. Um, and I'm just imagining this, I don't know, 12 year old at the time singing this, you know, grown woman's <laughs> song, but he's got the pipes for that. So I can only imagine it was like, I, I would love to see that rendition. If anybody out there has that rendition, oh, please share with us. <laughs> um, then he was invited out to do a performance of another song, which was a Howard Hewitt song called um, Once, Twice, Three Times a Lady. And then that's kind of that video made its way to Benny Medina, who then started managing him, which then that made its way to Quincy Jones. And then the rest, you know, is kind of a history. Um, and that's when his first single, which I thought, I didn't realize this at the time, but his first single, which um, he was 13 when that came out, 
It was on the Back on the Block album that Quincy Jones did, which was classic, love that. Secret Garden was on that, love that. Um, and uh, the single Tomorrow, A Better You, Better Me was actually an instrumental song that was recorded by the Brothers Johnson back in the 70s. Uh-huh. And then Saida Garrett wrote lyrics to that song and that's what Tevin performed. I did not know that. I thought this was a song that Quincy came up with in, you know, in 1989 when the when the album came out. So I just think that's really um interesting that, you know, they heard this song and they're like, "Oh, let's write some lyrics and have this 13-year-old sing that." And that was a that was his first number 1 R&B single and his first single to enter the um the charts, the the, the Billboard 100 charts. Amazing. Yeah. So Listen, everything just goes round and round. <laughs> wow, that was really good. <laughs> Listen, folks, the bad the bad segues, they're yes, here to stay. They're back, baby. To stay. <laughs> <laughs> I know you missed them. I know you missed them. So what I love about this particular album is that we kind of get to grow up with him a little bit, at least yeah. over a few, a few years. So this song came out in um, September of 1990 when he was 13. It was part of the Graffiti Bridge soundtrack. Um, those not familiar with Graffiti Bridge, that was Prince's... Um, Another one of Prince's, uh, well, I don't know. He he didn't direct Purple Rain, I don't think. Mm, I don't think so, no. I don't think he did. This is another one of uh, Prince's movies, um, but he actually directed this movie. It was what it was. It was Prince. I remember going to see it in the theater. I remember going with my friends, my friend and her sister, and we were like, oh, this is not a great movie. And my friend's little sister was getting so upset <laughs> because she loved him and she was like, no, it's the best thing ever. And we're like, it's terrible. And she gets so mad every time we were like, it sucks. Anyway. Um, the narrative is a little... Um... It's a little shaky, but listen, amazing what you can do if you have money and um, a powerful name behind you. You can just do stuff. And yeah, yeah. listen, and, and this was a single that was on that soundtrack and it was great it got him nominated for a grammy it peaked at number 12 on the hot 100 and number three on the u.s r&b charts and again like this was kind of we had just we were just out of the 80s we're going into a new decade so it's kind of the beginning of kind of like this new you know, we're not doing the 80s moves, but we're not quite doing, you know, the Roger Rabbit yet, but we're 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 making our way there to the, you know, to kind of usher in this new this new era. Yeah. No. Totally. But speaking of dance moves, I mean, this music video has all of the dance moves. <laughs> um I really love this music video. So, in the movie Prince is writing to his father and talking about a girl he met and it stopped with the sound of a gunshot and we hear someone call out uh, telling Prince that Tevin has something to show him. And so Prince leaves his basement and we see Tevin walk out 
of the Melody Cool Club uh, with some type of boombox. Uh, it's not a traditional boombox that we know. Uh, let's just say it's a cassette player with speakers. <laughs> so uh, he puts it on the ground and smiles. Yeah. The Melody Cool Club is what I suspect to be Tevin, uh, Tevin's mother's club. Um, and it's across the street from Prince's Glam Slam Club. Um, and at one point we see uh, Tevin's mom uh, looking outside the window. And so he's wearing a very 90s oversized suit with tie that has a musical clef on it. Um, and we see Prince turn around and look towards Tevin. Tevin takes a handkerchief, which doubles as a pocket square from his jacket pocket. And he sings, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> And he swipes the sweat off his brow and it grabs Prince's attention. And Prince is sporting what I like to call a Karen Walker haircut. So it's like, <laughs> it's, right? It's, uh, his hair is like quaffed, uh, has a lot of body. He has lots of body, yes. <laughs> and so um, Tevin, who's like, like 12, 13, um, he has three grown men dressed in black behind him, and they're wearing black sunglasses and variations of black uh, leather jackets, and they're giving empty hammer pants. Um, they start the choreo with Tevin leading them. We also see people holding turntables as, as if they're uh, guitars, mm -hmm. and they're scratching the records. In the movie, we hear the scratching, uh, which is a bit jarring, but we don't hear it in the soul mix edit, which yeah. is like... The, the version of the song that we hear in the music video. So Tevin is giving us like 90s uh, dance moves and Prince is staring at him really creepy-like. <laughs> um, so Tevin's performance is drawing a crowd and people start throwing money. We finally see Prince smile as he's, he's enjoying the performance. There's a breakdown of the song where Tevin says, one day I'll make it in the big city and I'll be looking for a girl who's pretty. that he he goes out to the crowd and picks up a quite older lady and she grabs his face and walks away and it feels inappropriate <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so Tevin low fives one of his dancers and they continue to dance when the performance ends Tevin and his dancers begin to pick up the tips from the ground um, and in the movie we see Tevin's smi uh, mother smiling and tells him not to pick up the money and then Tevin says to his mom, there's a bunch of $20 bills. Yeah, let him know. And she says, oh, she's like, oh, pick it up, <laughs> get them all up. But yeah, it's a great showcase you know, of Tevin. You know, like we're, for those who did not know Tevin earlier, this is a great introduction to what this album is and, you know, his vocal range. And I mean, his great dancing ability. It's just, I mean, He's hitting it. Yeah. It's still very, like, kid-like, I think. I think he's not, like, being overly produced or overly directed or overly choreographed. He's just yeah. kind of like, he's a kid. He's like, I'm 13. I'm just going to perform because I love it, and I'm just going to feel it in my spirit. Yeah, it felt like, it felt effortless, right? It didn't feel like a lot of, like, it didn't seem like he was stressed out about hitting the moves or performing. It seemed like he really enjoyed it. 
Yeah. And that's kind of, you know, you know, if you look at some recent interviews that he's done, he's just kind of like, I was a kid. I just like to sing like all this other stuff. Like I didn't even, I didn't even think it was a big deal that, um, that he could sing. He was almost like, why are people reacting this way? Because I'm singing, I'm just doing what I love. And I think that's, you know, kind of beautiful when you can actually, you know, be in an era where you, um, of time where you can just kind of be yourself. So, so definitely pre, you know, social media, what you feel like you have to kind of like, every everything is being watched. It's kind of like, no, this is, you're in this video and, and it's a video and that's okay, but free, free to be you. Free to be you. Free to be. <laughs> in, in more ways than one. Um, yeah, definitely love that music video. So that was a good introduction of Tevin Campbell to the world is kind of like doing his own his own thing, his, his own album. And he got to work with Prince on this album, which definitely had its kind of own sound. The next singles and the singles after that had a little bit more of that, that 90s New Jack swingy vibe that would become so synonymous with with the 90s and that was just ask me to featuring chubb rock that came out about nine months later but we're we're in 91 now we're 1991 we got through through the 90s we're halfway through 91 and we're just really kind of gearing up to to take this decade by storm this was written by Albie Shore and Kyle West. And can I say, also underrated. Yeah, I couldn't, I completely forgot how many jams they had together. Aside from the Albie Shore tracks, because those were jams, we will definitely do an Albie Shore um, episode at some point. I'll be sure of it. <laughs> bump, bump, bump. <laughs> This video was directed by Jeffrey Edwards, who also directed New Editions, If It Isn't Love, Can You Stand the Rain, which are two of my favorite videos, oh, so and good. also directed the videos of Christopher Williams, I'm Dreaming, Christopher Williams, I'm Dreaming, oh my gosh, am I saying that word? It sounds weird when I say it. <laughs> Christopher Williams, I'm Dreaming. No, because you have to sing it. I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming. Oh, right. <laughs> and promises, promises. And I used to sweat me some Christopher Williams myself. Oh, my God. Hot. Same. Hot. So, so handsome. Hot. So This <laughs> was Tevin Campbell's second single. He was 14 at the time. This song did well on the R&B charts. It featured Chubb Rock and was also featured on the Boys in the Hood soundtrack which is one of my favorite movies. I think I saw it at least five times in the theater. Wow. It spoke to me. I just, there, there's something about seeing people that look like you on the screen. Not that, 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 that I related to that story per se, but just to see black people doing things on screen. Mm -hmm. I was just kind of like, I love, I love this. This is great. Yeah. And I thought the acting was great. And of course the soundtrack, Fire. Okay. I mean, you totally related because you were a boy in the hood. <laughs> Some would say, I guess, or did I want to be a boy in the hood? I don't know. I just wanted to be 
free to be me <laughs> amongst the people amongst the people um casey and jojo from jodeci did background vocals on this oh no problematic <laughs> why well didn't casey wasn't he casey like abusive to mary oh yeah that's, oh, what, that's what yeah. I have. Yeah. No, I mean, but I'm saying that was, I'm just, that's, I, I like to think that while they were singing background for Tevin Campbell, they weren't, he wasn't they engaging in that type of behavior. That is fair. <laughs> so the video contained some clips from, uh, from boys in the hood and, you know, he's a year older now. You can see the video. There's like bright colors. They're more vivid. We're really getting into like the sound of um, of the nineties. The nineties, yeah, totally. Um, yeah, like you said, uh, another song off the, off a the soundtrack. So like two for two here. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. The music video starts. Uh, well, actually, we start by seeing Tevin uh, walking on a white porch covered with white fabric, and he's wearing uh, a great shirt with a. Uh, a yellow t-shirt underneath and yellow jeans and um he has a green and orange striped vest um so a lot of colors uh, so tevin has backup dancers uh this time his own age nice um, boys and girls wearing bright colors as well like they're wearing vibrant reds hot pinks uh florencet blues uh, let's just say they're not afraid of color the music video has clips of the movie interlaced throughout and we see baby Angela Bassett, mm -hmm. which let's be honest, it's just Angela Bassett because she has not aged at all. She doesn't age. She doesn't. Nope. Uh, gorgeous. Um, through the video, there's large pieces of fabric of different colors that serve as backgrounds. Um, at one point, Tevin is singing to a female dancer who's serving as the love interest. And then choreography ensues. Um, then we also see baby Cuba Gooden Jr., uh, baby Nia Long, baby Regina King, Ice Cube uh, from the clips from the movie. Mm -hmm. um, then we see Tevin chasing the love interest. And I feel like I need to point out that um, there, the, it's a bit of a trope for uh, Tevin Campbell and his videography where he's constantly running. <laughs> so keep an eye on that. Um, as a child, I remember thinking, he runs differently. Perhaps a little light in his loafers. Wow. Okay. I couldn't articulate it when I was younger, but I knew, I noticed he, he ran a little differently. Um, anyways, more 90s dancing. Um, one of the, uh, the dancers flips and then, uh, Chub Rock comes out and does his rhyme. And he interacts with Tevin, so he's like, and he's actually there. <laughs> he's part of the music video. And when he's done, he sits on his throne, which is classic Chub Rock. <laughs> um, and um, I wrote down wholesome street cred because that's what he's getting. Yeah, that's Chub Rock. That's Chub that, Rock. Yes, that's that's who Chub Rock yep. is. Yes, and you know, because it's T to the E to the V to the I to the N. <laughs> um, so, anyways, we see Tevin's. Uh, dancing on some steps um which seems to be a library so it's giving collegiate vibes and then we end the music video with tevin saying he's audi 5000 piece which 
now if you say it, it sounds corny, but it was kind of cool when he said it, especially for being a kid. There was like, there was some credibility there. So, I loved uh, it. Yeah. Your time, I was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. It was perfect. Just like you. <laughs> well, yes, you're right. I am perfect. Um, we've got an older Tevin. He actually looks like he's a little bit more made up in the face. He's a little taller, um, but still, he does still a little bit have this awkward vibe to him. Um, but I love it. It's adorable because listen, you're what fourteen at the time, so yeah, of course you're you're growing up. Yeah, you're 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 a musician, and everybody kind of wants a piece of you, and you have to do all these things, so you can't really be a kid. You're just kind of trying to to play catch up, but it's just, I, I, I liked, you know, in the first in round and round video, that oversized suit, I feel like this, these clothes are not quite like, they just, there's like some, some awkwardness there, but I love it. And the track was fire and I had forgotten about it until, um, until revisiting it. Same. And also Chub Rock, that's good times. Let me tell you something. Anytime they play treat them right it's a party it's a classic timeless that is a timeless that is timeless get out your seat and dance yeah i really like chub rock a lot uh, so tell me what you want to do do you want to go on to the next song <laughs> yeah yeah i think we should yeah absolutely um our next single is uh tell me what you want me to do fancy that This song came out November of 1991. So he was actually, when this song came out, he was about to turn 15 because he was born on November 12th, which makes him a Scorpio. Uh, okay. Oh. Okay, you know, we don't hold that against people. Okay. We don't hold that against people. We don't do that. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. So this song was written by Tevin Campbell, Sally Joe Dakota and Narada Michael Walden, who also produced the track. If that name is familiar to you, it's because he produced a lot of tracks for all kinds of powerhouses in like the 80s and 90s. He produced one of my personal favorite artists, Stacey Lattisol, Let Me Be Your Angel. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. That's a classic. He produced um, Whitney Houston, How Will I Know. Uh, he produced Jermaine Stewart, We Don't Have to Take Our Clothes Off. Yes. He produced Shanice, I Love Your Smile. Shut up. He produced Aretha, who's zooming, who, like, the list goes on. So it's like he is, he knows his way around, around a track. Um, and, and in later years, I, I, I read this, didn't realize this. Um, he was also a drummer for Journey as they, you know, in their in their later iterations, he was the drummer for them for a while. Up until I think like last year is when he stopped Amazing. being their drummer, which is like, oh, wow, that's fantastic. Amazing. And, and this is, a, a again, a, you know, this is a different vibe uh, of a song. It's not New Jackie, but it's not that 80s. It's kind of a little bit closer to one of those, um, those ballads that, you know, 
Brandy had her ballad that she did, kind of like her big mm. ballad. Of course, I can't think of what the name of it is right now. Um, Aaliyah had her... Broken Hearted? No, not that one. I don't think it was on that first album. We just kind of... I'll, I'll think about it and, and, I'll, and I'll tell you. But Aaliyah had the, the one I gave my heart to. It's kind of like mm. she, she made that record for the streets, but it's like, let me slip this ballad in here that is a little bit more kind of um, mainstream. Um, mm. And that was this one for him. Yeah. Um, and like the music video is definitely, you know, low tempo because it's a low tempo. Like it's a slow jam. Yeah. Uh, the video starts with a blur where we focus onto the hood ornament of an old fashioned car. Um, and it seems to be a convertible without the top up. And we see images of Tevin dancing. He's wearing a deep burgundy red jacket, a jean shirt, uh, jeans, and a tie. We see a young lady with, guess what? What? A short bob. I was going to say a bob. <laughs> yes. A short bob, yes. And uh, I think this is the first time in season three that I'm going to say, I love a bob. So, um, <laughs> so it begins. <laughs> more power to the bobs. Um, anyways, so the driver of the car seems to be waiting for someone and looks up at his watch. Uh, and time is flying. We see a bottle of red uh, wine tip over on these great wooden floors. Um, and someone steps into a puddle. And so the director is trying to give graphic transitions. Um, <laughs> so when I saw the person step in the puddle, I thought, why didn't he do a leap of? <laughs> Anyways, the drive, driver goes up to room 33, and we see the lady against the wall, and he goes to kiss her, and she turns away. She is not happy. Uh, meanwhile, Tevin is dancing up a storm, a little too much for a slow jam, but it makes it you know more visually <laughs> dynamic. And I think it's useful because it, it it keeps the music uh, video youthful, right? Because you know it's a it's a slow song, um, which you know I you know identify with you know young young people. Um, so we see uh, the suit the gentleman was wearing uh, hanging up on the wall, and time passes by on a clock. Uh, we see Tevin singing against the wall, and we see the young lady on a white bed playing with her shoes, and she throws it. And then we see the driver uh, do the same as he's laying on the floor next to a TV. She's upset, and she throws some books and papers, and it transitions to the driver writing on a piece of paper and making a paper airplane. He then throws a paper plane, and we see it fly past the lady. Uh, the driver crawls into into the bedroom as if he's asking for forgiveness. Uh, we see movers removing furniture from the apartment. And during the bridge, we see the couple fighting on the bed, but it's pillow fighting, so we know everything's going to be okay. Uh, when Tevin hits the high note, a fishbowl of clear marbles drops and breaks on the floor. Then we cut to the pillow fights. Uh, the movers are resting. Tevin's still dancing his heart out. <laughs> <laughs> we see a pitcher of water topple over and we see a bike falling over, which is, you know, again, great transition. Um, and then we see some of the video going backwards. And so I think it's representing a, um, on how we want things to go back to how things used to be. 
And so the fishbowl rewinds and unbreaks. And then we see the couple hugging and the movers are actually walking backwards. And so watching this music video and listening to the song, which again, I think was quintessential for like quiet storm listening, Mm -hmm. you know, late night. If you're listening to quiet storm on WBLS in New York, like this song had to come on at least like once or twice a week. Yeah. Um, but are there teens that have these romantic songs like this? Um, were we more sophisticated when we were younger? No. Yeah. I don't think kids now, like teens nowadays are doing like adult contemporary songs or does, does even adult, adult contemporary, does that genre even exist anymore? Not really. Right. I think it does. But I mean, I think of in New York, like, like light FM. Mm. as like the adult contemporary yeah but it's weird because it's like you hear songs that are like "Mm, that doesn't seem that adult contemporary or or old but it's kind of like i think lines are blurred yeah i guess we have to say goodbye to that genre i think maybe we do yeah which huh interesting that takes us to our uh our next single which is goodbye Another I'll Be Sure and Kyle West collaboration Collabo. came out in February of 1992. <laughs> this is the fourth single, and we've got a 16-year-old Tevin Campbell now. We started this album when he was 13, and now it's three years later, and he's 16. So we are we are growing with this young man, and we are hearing him sing and loving all his tunes. Um, so this is the fourth single. It peaked at number two on the U.S. R&B charts. Another uh, background vocal by Albie Shurer, Casey, and JoJo. And we've got a guest appearance by Tatiana Ali, who we all know and love as the actress who portrayed Ashley Banks on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And a young woman by the name of Tyler Collins, who, quite frankly, I didn't know who she was, but she had songs out in that era are you familiar with her i was not familiar with tyler uh collins uh, but she she is featured in that inappropriate song uh little brother oh oh right 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 yes yeah (laughs) yes she's the one he's trying to talk oh gotcha okay yeah another full-on new jack swing track here yeah this music video, too meta. It was too meta. It was ahead of its time. It's a music video about making a music video and the recording of the song. So um, <laughs> although there's no behind the scenes footage, um, it's the narrative of making a music video and making a song. So it starts with a clapboard and and the silhouette of Tevin. Uh, Tevin tells us, here we go. Um, and he's in a recording studio with while he's holding a headphone up with one phone to the ear and he starts singing. As one does. As one does, right? (laughs) (laughs) The filming of the music video and the recording of the song narrative are interlaced with Tevin's past. There's memories of him packing his family car and filling up the moving van as they're moving out to LA. Uh, Tevin smiles and starts running. Again, he's running. 
So he jumps over to the fence and then he starts talking to Tatiana Ali. And there's clips of them spending time together, hanging out by an old pickup truck, walking along the train tracks, putting a penny on the train tracks, you know, simpler times. So uh, Tevin family sells the house and leaves Tatiana with a flat coin. And then Tevin and family take a drive to the city of Hollywood and we see the uh, the Walk of Fame, and we see all the tourist spots in LA. Uh, we also see Tevin in a music video doing choreo uh, with fabric flying around. Um, that's another theme that we're seeing in these Tevin Campbell videos, like fabric just flying in the background. <laughs> um, we then see Tevin sing the first verse in the studio. Uh, some music execs introduce him to an older lady wearing a really revealing top who i'm assuming is going to be the video vixen of the shoot who is tyler uh collins um tevin has this look on his face as if he's saying girl (laughs) he doesn't seem it doesn't seem interested but i think we're supposed to think he is yeah they were really trying to push this narrative of this young boy who like these young girls not just young girls yes they were trying to, to push, okay, this is the male, so we must have a female love interest and he must like them. I, I wasn't buying it, yes. but I, I tolerated it. Mm. <laughs> I accepted it. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a later scene where they kiss in a convertible car, which she's driving. And then Tevin acts as an excited little boy. The video shoot continues and Tevin dips the video vixen, uh, Tyler. Like, you know, dips her like when you're dancing. And um, I thought to myself, he can't hold that woman up. (laughs) (laughs) We later see the uh, Tyler make out with a much older man, more her age. And then Tevin sees this and he is shocked. Tyler tries to explain and Tevin is not having any of it. Then Tevin goes running through the streets um, because he needs to run and he's the T to the E to the B to the I to the N. He is, yeah. Then afterwards, uh, we're back at the music video shoot and out of nowhere, Tatiana Ali shows up and sits in Tevin's chair while watching him perform. Two white men say, who's this kid? and uh, begins to remove her offset. Tevin, in the most dorky manner, waves excitedly and then runs off the set and hugs Tatiana. Uh, they both leave the set. Uh, the director, uh, the video vixen, Tyler Collins, and the whole production, uh, they're upset because the crew is going to have to do overtime and that was not in the budget. There you go. You know that. <laughs> Time is money. <laughs> Um, outside, Tatiana Ali shows Tevin the flat penny he gave her, and uh, she made a medallion and put it on her necklace. And they walk off holding hands as two girl girlfriends uh, that are besties. Yes. And then <laughs> the music video ends with the backup dancers grabbing Tevin from all angles, which was like, this doesn't feel right. <laughs> <laughs> but this was a bop. Yeah. Um, yeah. The video says goodbye, like in different ways, right? So in the beginning, um, you know, Tevin's saying goodbye to his old home and Tatiana Ali. Um, then later he's saying goodbye to 
older Tyler Collins. Um, then later he's saying goodbye to the music video, mm -hmm. i.e. his job. He said, fuck this. <laughs> um, and sometimes you gotta say goodbye. 100%. This was my shit when I was growing up. I love this song. Um, I thought it was very empowering. I remember like playing it when I had crushes on people who would like flirt back with me, but then we would never really actually do anything. And I was just so upset because I'm like, you're giving me like big single signals. And so I would just like cut them off. I'd be like, well, you know what? If you're not into me, fuck you. And uh, so I had to say, I had to say goodbye. Wait, that's why we love you. <laughs> if you're not into me, then no, no, I am not into you. It's so simple. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, you have to like balance it out. Like if there's too much hurt, just cut, cut it loose, you know, goodbye. Yeah. And um, when they kind of hugged at the end, which I thought was, was fun and age appropriate, it was very much a very friendly, a very friendly hug. If they were to do that video again in this age, it would be, it would be a different kind of hug, I think. Yes. Um, and it was cute that, you know, Tatiana and Tevin got to kind of, you know, that they were in this video together because they also were, he also guest starred on an episode of uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. Which is always cute. I used to live on watching all those sitcoms when little surprise, little cameos from other people would show up. I lived for that. That was amazing. Yeah. I used to love that. And you'd hear the in-studio audience would be like, woo, whoop, whoop, whooping. I'd be at home, whoop, whoop, whooping, because I was excited. Yeah, same. Because again, it, again, it's like, wait, they know each other? They're friends? I love it. I love the 90s. I love the 90s. I do too. Uh, the next single that came out was Strawberry Letter 23. was a remake of a song that had come out in the 70s written by Shuggy Otis and was produced by Quincy Jones. Shuggy! Shuggy! Um, <laughs> Quincy Jones, you know, he's been in the industry for decades. So he's had his hand in writing and producing so many songs. I'm sure you could just go to him and he wouldn't even have to do a new song. He could just, you know, reimagine an old song. And that's kind of yeah. what, you know, what this was. But it was it was perfect and like another fun way to kind of bring the 70s, you know, introduce this song to another generation. Totally. And this song peaked at number 53 on the Hot 100 and number 40 on the R&B charts. So the music video had um, the better version of the song. It's definitely different from the version uh, that we hear on the album. Um, I preferred this version. Um, the music video starts on a rainy night with lightning and thunder. And Tevin is watching a girl blow kisses and winks at him from the TV screen that he's watching. Tevin seems disgusted. Well, I mean, because it's a girl. Um, <laughs> so damn, he does see. He does look a little more. <laughs> then, then someone slips him a letter under the, underneath his door. He opens the door and he sees a woman running down the hall. 
throughout we see Tevin performing the song either in black and white with a black kaleidoscope background or in color. And the color background is um, a photo of clouds and they're in the color of a rainbow, which is obvious why. Um, anyways, once again, we see Tevin running, um, but this time down the hall and he's chasing this woman. He opens the door and he sees a room full of mannequins. Um, the girl we're chasing was posing as a mannequin and then runs away. Um, he then sees another envelope on the floor and he opens it. And in it, it's a Polaroid picture that has video on it um, ahead of its time. Um, it's the profile of a girl. And, um, and then she runs away. So then Tevin looks at us with a face that says, the fuck? <laughs> um, he tells Q, which I'm assuming is Quincy Jones, to put some funk on it, because he know he can do it. <laughs> and then Tevin spits some bars. Uh, the chase continues, and then Tevin runs into uh, Robert Palmer's Addicted to Love models, and they're doing their two-step. Yeah. Again, Tevin is disgusted, because, of course, I mean, women. He doesn't hate women. I think, well. Watch it. I think he likes, well, he definitely likes boys now. <laughs> so. Uh, yes. He's definitely out and proud now. Um, yes. So we just see the sign. We see the side yes. where <laughs> he'd rather see uh, boys dancing. <laughs> um, anyway, so the girl slips the letter that's glowing strawberry red into Tevin's hands and he turns around and sees her. They smile at each other and they give each other a sisterly hug. And once uh, again, I, we see Tevin run off, but this time with the girl in hand. Um, can we agree that even though Tevin's awkward and is like a teen, um, he's really doing the dance steps. He's doing the choreo. It's like, it's cool. It's like, yeah, it's like you want to dance like him. No, he's, he's doing them. Yeah. He's, he's doing the dance move despite the awkwardness, despite the, the bigger clothes, which was definitely a thing in the, in the nineties anyway. So yeah, no, I'm no, no shame for Tevin. He obviously was confused, but you know, we all grow out of that stage. Yeah, it's listen. It's a rough. It's a rough age, and you have to be this age in front of all all kinds of people. Like he's a pretty darn good, and you know we could, again, we can see how as he's getting older and kind of coming into his own, he does seem a little bit more comfortable with the dance moves and what he's doing, despite the fact. I mean, I imagine. I mean. I think he he came out when he was 19 to his family. So I'm imagining at this point in his life, even before he probably had some inkling and was still trying to, to navigate this world whilst going going through all that. So kudos to you, Tevin mm -hmm. Campbell, for doing all doing all that and giving us tunes. Yeah, I think he he always knew, you know what I mean? Um... And then, and I think he was playing around with it too. You know, he was having fun because he's like, he knew he was gay, but like he's be, he was being himself like in front of the camera, in front of all these people, right? He was still just being himself. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, he definitely wasn't confused. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Um, which fancy that leads us to the uh, to the next single, a track that came out in May of 1992 called Confused. Another I'll Be Sure, Kyle West, Banger. More of the uh, the Jodeci on the backing vocals. And this track peaked at number 33 on the U.S. Billboard Hot R&B Hip Hop Songs charts. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? <laughs> I definitely was confused with this music video. Um, in this video, we're seeing the rougher gangster side of Tepid. He's wearing his winter hat, uh, standing in front of a chain link fence. And on the other side, his homies have uh, a fire going in a metal barrel. Um, <laughs> that was such a thing. There's multiple <laughs> 90s videos, chain link fence, something burning in front of mm -hmm. you. Like that was, that's, that's definitely a trope. I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, we also see him wearing a bandana on his head uh, throughout the music video, um, and it's orange. And okay, class, uh, let's go back into gay history and look back uh, at Hanky Code. So orange in Hanky Code means, what do you think it means? Does it mean that you're confused? <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. Uh, so orange, if you wore it on the left, meant uh, you were down for anything at any time. And if you wrote it, if you wore it on the right side, it meant uh, nothing right now, just cruising. Oh, interesting. And how is he wearing his right now? Well, he was wearing it. Oh, of course, of course, of course. Yeah. But I wonder, you know, you know, when he was done with it, where he would put it. Um, if it was coral, which is kind of similar to orange, right? On the left side, it means you like to get your so your toes sucked. Mm -hmm. And if if it was on the right, it means you're a shrimper, which means you like to suck toes. A shrimper? That, apparently, that's what it's called. <laughs> the gays are too much, <laughs> but too much. We're creative. <laughs> wow. Okay, that's All a right. word for it. <laughs> so, um, Tevin is wear is wearing oversized clothing, uh, singing to a girl. Uh, ignoring the girl and then singing to the camera, walking by the river. Um, he's hanging out in the ruins of a building, um, in front of a graffiti wall, uh, in between train cars. So he's all over the city. Um, at one point, we see Tevin walking with his boyfriends, and uh, the video is so blurry. Um, really, like the quality of the music video that I was watching was not great. But I, mm. I saw the other two guys that were with him, and I thought, is was that Criss Cross? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, anyways, so Tevin and what I think looks like Criss Cross, uh, they're, uh, they walk into a drug-free zone, um, and they're staring at a wall. Um, it looks like something's on fire, and they're just staring at it. Unclear. Um, such an odd music video. It didn't feel on brand for, for Tevin. It just felt like he was trying to be like, you know, from the streets. Um, mm. Yeah. So not my favorite music video. 
What are your thoughts? I think it's interesting that, again, they're trying to kind of market him as someone that he's clearly not really. Um, but again, they're just kind of like, okay, we're in the 90s. We're going to walk by gates and we're going to do close-ups and then we're going to have a fire and then we're going to have mm. um, shots in front of water towers. Um, and then I'm going to sing to the girl and um, look into her eyes and then we're going to hug at the end, like a nice hard hug at the end. So it just it's just very like, um, you know, listen, this is their sixth single. This might have been the sixth single that was um, actually, nope, this was the seventh single because they had a sixth single, but it didn't have a video. So this is the seventh single from this album. So they're like, we're just going to milk this. We're just going to do this and we're going to show a different side and right. we're just going to go from there. It's interesting to see it now being much older. I don't know that I thought it was weird back then. Maybe I did, but, or maybe I was just kind of like, oh no, Tevin Campbell's got another song out. Okay. He's, he's again with a, with a girl. Sure. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I don't remember this music video. I don't think I ever saw it. I feel like I va- had a vague recollection because back then I was watching a lot of music videos. So I'm sure it, it, it came into, into play at some mm. point. But again, I mean, this was his his seventh <laughs> seventh single. They don't really do that as much anymore. They wanted you to buy that album. They wanted you to buy that album. If it wasn't for one song, it'd be for the other. It's true. Yeah. I'm so glad you brought that up because uh, that leads us to the last song from this uh, this album called One Song. And this was kind of like the big ballad that was was on this album. This also came out when he was 16 years old. So yeah, they he basically had they basically released three singles in the same month and uh and two videos. So one song was written by Marilyn Bergman and Alan Bergman, who were a songwriting duo. They also wrote this song with a composer by the name of Marvin Hamelish. He's actually an EGOT. He's won all the awards. He's most famous probably for uh, for Chorus Line. Oh, yes. Bergman. Yeah. Uh, he also um, contributed to tons of other theater and um, film projects. So this was, you know, a, a little bit of a departure from what uh, Tevin had done with uh, uh, Al B. Sure and, and Kyle West. But this was kind of his, his ballad. Um, one song. Quincy Jones um, produced it, and um, he has mentioned that this is one of his favorite songs. Really? Mm-hmm. This song was for all the kids that needed to do a song that was rated PG in a talent show. Yes. Right? Because I feel like I've heard this in a talent show or two. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those. 
I feel like this was Tevin Campbell's Imagine song. Mm. You know? Yeah. It's the her or her like music makes the people come together in song. Totally. <laughs> the music video is um Tevin's in international cities. Um he's singing in front of um white steps. He's wearing a red blazer and a red and black and blue print printed shirt. Uh that's giving Spider-Man vibes. <laughs> um, he's also all in black uh, between tiled pillars. Um, and he's singing in front of like a, a variety of religious themed locations. Um, yeah, it's just um, just a video of him singing around the world, uh, giving international vibes. This is the, the oldest that he's going to be for these the songs on this on this album. And we're not going to hear from him for a little while after this but an interesting way to kind of round out the album kind of starting out as a as a kid really a smaller child a tween if you will and then you know right on into you know that that 16 year i don't know i think it's a a snapshot of you know i guess our generation's like youth I think a lot of people still see Tevin, even though he's like, what, in his 40s, like late 40s, um, they still see him as a child star. We grew up with him. And so, you know, that's how we were introduced to him. And that's how we see him. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting how that um, works, how we view these these artists. And it's kind of like, you know, even when you see a, a, a kid that you grew up with and you see them again, I find myself doing this. You're like, oh, my goodness, you got so tall. And it's kind of like. Of course you're gonna like grow but it's shocking because you kind of feel because they have this music and because they are singing these songs that are captured and when we hear those songs we're kind of transported back to when they were that age so i think we kind of just kind of view them they're in and they're in a bit of a of a time capsule like when i was preparing for this episode i was listening to the album start to finish and um yeah you know, takes me back. Like this is like quintessential slow jams. Like, um, yeah, introduce us to Tevin, and like you said, he's the like one of the ones, right? One hundred percent. And you know, that being said, I love that this generation kind of got to get a little bit more of a taste of him with with the TikTok challenge, the Can We Talk challenge on the Tiki Talk. Yeah. Also, during Aretha Franklin's funeral, there was kind of a discussion on Twitter about who might possibly be a singer to kind oh, of, right. um, you know, perform. And Tevin's, Tevin Campbell's name came up and somebody was just kind of like, wow, that's a bit of a stretch. Honey, the Twitterverse came through and said, listen, that is not a stretch. No. That is absolutely a great idea. And like, you know, they were they were here for him. And um, I appreciated that. I hope this generation can learn to know his songs and become more familiar with um, just his brilliance and his range and his effortlessness. That was a big thing about him. It's like these riffs and runs just out of your mouth, just like effortless, similar to to um, Brandy. And the song I think I was thinking of 
was Have You Ever, Have, a little yes. bit, that like bigger ballad that wasn't just going to be played on R&B station. But um, yeah, I'm glad that we were able to be in a generation where we got all these great artists yeah. who were just sharing their gift and um, giving us all these bops. Well, speaking of Sherry, I think uh, we're we're at the point of the show that we like to call, uh, so what are you listening to? Um, where we each have 30 seconds to uh, several months uh, <laughs> to go over the songs we're listening to uh, this week. It doesn't have to do with this week's album or artist. It doesn't have to be a good song. Uh, it doesn't have to be a bad song. Um, doesn't have to have a music video, but it can. Um, so it leads me to ask you, Crystal, what are you listening to this week? So I'm not going to take three years to talk about what I'm listening to, um, for a shocker, <laughs> but so, so what I'm listening to is a song that I think about a lot and I think about it at least once a month. Oh my. No cap as the kids say. Yeah. So <laughs> say less. <laughs> there was a movie called Jason's Lyric, came out in the 90s. Yes. There was a uh, a, a group that kind of was, uh, was put together of kind of like a who's who in, in R&B. I'm gonna do it. Don't do it. Don't do it, Crystal. I'm gonna do it in, in, the, do male it. in the male sector. And uh, D'Angelo, that was kind of when we, that was our first introduction to D'Angelo. He had written and produced this song and the group as a whole was called um, Black Men United. And yes. um, the song was called You Will Know. It was the only song that Black Men United ever done. This was a group that was put together just to perform this one song. And it was on the soundtrack for, um, for Jason's lyric. And Tevin Campbell opened mm -hmm. this song. And just like, again, just like effortless. And he is just just singing and I just, to me like I think he's just a, such a, a, a pivotal just like a, an important component of the song but just to name a few of the other people that were on this track as well I won't name all of them because it's a lot but we've got after seven we've got boys to men Brian McKnight D'Angelo of course we've got Keith Sweat we've got uh Tony 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 we've got Usher we've got Gerald Levert got Elder Barge just like a lot of people and they actually filmed a video for this to actually get all those Mickey freakies in the same place mm -hmm. to shoot a video is wild. It was so good. In fact, Tevin Campbell said that he actually had gotten into an argument with somebody on set. So kind of his takes were done a little bit differently because of that. <laughs> I don't know who he was arguing with. I want to know. I'm gonna dig some. I'm gonna dig deeper. If I find out, I'll let you know. But something tells me I'm not gonna be able to find that. Out. I know. But yes, that is what I'm listening to. You will know. You will know. Yes. <laughs> you know I love a choir, and I love. Oh, it was it's like so, it's so. It good. was like a choir of all these male R&B artists. Which oh my god. Powerful. 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 Yeah. Powerful, yeah. powerful, powerful. Yes. So, so that's what I'm listening to. Oh wow. You just had you just had the one? 
<laughs> thinking about adding Brandy and Tevin Campbell's version of The Closer I Get to You, which came <laughs> on New York Undercover. Do you remember New York Undercover, the show New York Undercover? Oh my God. Do you remember like after every episode, they would go to the club and there would be somebody performing? I do. I do. That has soundtrack. Again, it'd be like, oh my gosh, who's performing? But I was like, you know what? Black Men United, you will know. Like, I think about that song very frequently. So I was like, that's that makes sense. Me too. Yeah. Me too. That, that song reminds me of the summer. Yeah. So um, I was wanting to ask you. What's that, Crystal? <laughs> what are you listening to? What am I listening to? I'm listening to three things right now. Damn! Damn. I love it. I'm listening to Alone With You, which is one of Tevin Campbell's singles off this album that didn't have the music video. Mm. Right, right. Okay. Right. And it was written and produced by Alpi Shore. And there was a part of the song <laughs> that goes when he goes, break it down. Yo, Alpi. And then he says the word bass. And there's several S's added to the end of that word. And <laughs> you're ridiculous. <laughs> and it felt familiar to me. I was like, this, this is gay. Um, and, um, it was a frequency I can hear. Like, it felt familiar. Mm. So when he said bass, I was like, He's one of us. He's one of us. Mm. Um, so I'm listening to, yeah, the song's Alone With You. And again, another quintessential, like, Quiet Storm song. Okay. I'm also listening to uh, Tatiana Ali's, uh, her single. Do you remember when she had a single? Yes, that was a bop. <laughs> yep. Yep. It was called Daydreaming, and it yes. featured Laura Tariq and Peter Guns. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and it samples uh, Steely Dance Black Cow, which um, Lord Tariq and Peter Guns use in Deja Vu, Uptown Baby. Um, so that's why nice. they were featured in that song. And the music videos has her like in an airport, you know, traveling to different places. And it ends with her dancing with Antonio Zapato Jr. before he was a trumper. <laughs> um, <laughs> So yeah, so definitely listen to that. That's a bop. Listen to Tatiana Ali, Daydreaming. Yes. And last but not least, uh, Chub Rock, Treat Him Right. Yes, I love that. I love that. It's uh, the lyric that says, um, always say hello, because I'm a modest fellow. Never try to play a superstar. That's hollow. Because if the kids don't go buy our records, we'll be husbands and, and plus naked. naked. Yes. Like, it was so Classic, good. So good. Uh, so good. You got to treat him right. a smart, fun rapper. Like, I love him. Um, yeah. So that's what I've been listening to this week. I love it. I love all those things. I can't wait to see them on the socials. Oh, yeah. Totally. Definitely putting on the TikTok and the YouTube channel. Love it. Well, I think that's it. No, this was a, this was a fun episode. I'm glad we got to... Um, Show some love to uh, Tevin Campbell for his first album. Definitely doing second album. We're definitely doing second album. We have to. Yeah, so good. Yeah, this was just the intro to Tevin. This is Tevin 101. Yeah. Tevin 102 coming soon. <laughs> totally. Uh, but yeah, no, speaking of socials, um, 
definitely want to thank everyone for all the love that they they've been sending us on the socials on yes um so and all the dms and emails um yeah we missed you guys and we're back bitches <laughs> we're back we're back we're looking forward to a fun season of um more chitter chatter more shenanigans hijinks and calamity yes all of that all of that give us a shout if you if you want us to to cover something we're we're all about it don't forget to click and subscribe and tell all your friends <laughs> tell all your friends please all of them and future friends Yes. So that does it for this edition for Remember Music Videos. Uh, Want to thank everyone who gave us a listen. A huge thank you to Tevin Campbell for giving us something to talk about. Our theme music is by Audrey Harris Culver of Lady Socket. Um, and if you'd like to see the music videos we discussed today, you can find them on our YouTube channel and Facebook. And give us a follow on Instagram and TikTok at RMV Podcast. Just a reminder that all videos might not be available online or in your territory, but that could change, so keep checking. If you have any thoughts, and if you have a favorite video you'd like us to discuss, send us an email at rememberMusicVideos at gmail.com. If you like what you heard, Go ahead and click that like button. Go ahead and follow. Go ahead and subscribe. And feel free to give us a rating. Five stars only, please. But most importantly, remember music videos. And if you don't know, you better ask somebody. Baby! Until next time. Bye! bye. No animals were harmed during the recording of this podcast. To the E, to the B, to the I, to the that's what starts. Here we go. Goodbye. Goodbye. I've got to say goodbye. All right. <laughs> that was rough. <laughs>